0: Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Welcome to the podcast. Do you know what? You're going to learn that podcasts... Mm-hmm. Can change things. They can. We're talking about... Uh, Meghan Markle. No. 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 Uh, <laughs> Henley, <laughs> Henley Thomas, whose ah. podcast, The Teacher's Pet, really opened up a... I don't know if it was a cold case, mm. uh, but opened it back up for police to investigate and ended up that he was uh, charged with murder, found guilty mm. yesterday. Yeah. you hear all mm.
0: that? It's, I mean... It's mind-boggling, isn't it, really? The story that they uncovered was unbelievable, mm. really. Um, Meghan Markle's podcast does get a mention in there You are right, as well. Stav. That's life-changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Stav is not off his meds. <laughs> I, I mean, I it. am, but that's not the reason I said what I said. Uh, uh, and uh, we talk about uh, something was flung at Harry Styles during a concert, and he wasn't happy.
2: All hmm. righty.
3: Uh, let's get into it. Here we go. Here's the podcast. Stav, Abby, and Matt for breakfast. B105. Forgive
2: me for being so inquisitive. Do you
4: mind? Do you mind, Do you mind if I ask you a personal question?
1: Do you mind if I ask? You can ask any question you want. This is your opportunity because you might not have met anyone Mm. that's been in prison before. Andrew is joining us. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for doing this, Andrew. And um, do you mind if I ask, first up, how long were you in prison for and uh, what level of security was it?
2: So I was in Remand Prison last mm. year for four months and Remand is basically jail for people who haven't been sentenced yet. Mm. So I was in jail for four months and that was in two maximum security jails. That was Parkley Correctional Centre and Long Bay Jail.
0: Can I ask a question? Uh, it's probably an easy way to put it. Which, instead of saying is it like what it is in the movies, what film do you think most accurately represented what prison is like?
2: Um... You know, I, ca- I can't really think of any movies that it's really like in real life. It's it, They make it, um, obviously, far more dramatised for movies. Otherwise, people wouldn't want to watch the movie because it wouldn't be that exciting, to be
0: honest. <laughs> A lot of boredom, <laughs> I imagine.
2: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. lot, far more boredom and um, there's not really that much hostility. I found that I was treated fine by other inmates the whole time. I... I um, found, you know, as long as you weren't in there for what were considered unsavoury crimes, those all those guys get put in kind of protection wings mm. but the rest of the guys are just kind of regular guys just to have made some stupid decisions and just to doing time together.
1: So, Andrew, you were in there uh, for drugs. When you say unsavoury, you're saying that I guess all those rumours are true where a lot of prisoners do take it upon themselves to have an, another punishment for ones that are in there for something that's quite hideous. <laughs>
2: That's right. If you're in there for sex crimes or if there's guys in there for um, th- that are known to be uh, snitches or anything like that, mm. then th- they wouldn't be put in the regular yard because they would be in serious danger straight away.
0: So a maximum security prisoner, what, what does that involve? Is that like you're in your cell the entire day? You get, like we see in the movies, one hour of sunlight?
2: So yeah, it's just that there's um, more security. I think there's more guards. There's um, you're, you're allowed out of yourself for less time. That's right. So you're out of yourself for about six hours a day, from about eight in the morning till about two in the afternoon at Long Bay, and it's about three thirty at Parklea. Um, yeah, I think, and and it's just far more stricter protocol in terms of your how you can move around within the jail. Hmm. It,
1: you you have done a few videos, I guess, since going out, and you did one on you going on a Tinder date?
2: That's right. So I got bail in October last year, and then for the first four months after that, I was basically under house arrest at my parents' place. I was only allowed to leave the house if I was in the company of my mum or dad. i would be like sending and... back to jail. <laughs> <laughs> there were a few times when it was a bit like that. <laughs> and. So I, they said to me, look, if there's anything you ever want to do, just let us know. We can go do it. And so I said to them, oh, well, it's funny you say that because I've actually lined up a Tinder date. <laughs> and so I had told this girl my living situation yeah. and um, everything like that, and she was still having to go on a date. And I said, well, you must have gone on some really bad dates if you're agreeing to go on a guy <laughs> who's fresh out of jail and has to bring his parents along." <laughs> and- <laughs> Did you t-
0: take her home and seal the deal? <laughs>
2: And, and she said, "She said you've got no idea." So that just shows wow. you how low the uh, the benchmark the is, the bar in, in <laughs> Sydney, and dating. So yeah, yeah. we went on we went on the date. My parents just sat at the other end of the pub, and that all went fine. So, wow. yes, that was funny.
1: You, you were in there for uh, a commercial quantity of, of of drugs. Do you feel like I don't want to be patronising, but I, you've learnt your lesson? There, like are you, I,
2: I was in there for a large commercial supply of magic mushrooms and, and acid. Okay, um, okay. So. Yes, look, um, my personal experiences, I've never um, seen or had uh, in contact with anyone who's um, had any particularly negative experiences on magic mushrooms or acid. Mm. So, um, you know, it's hard for me to kind of marry up the fact that these things are illegal when things like alcohol are far more destructive in society. But, yeah, of course, I still was arrogant enough to... I disagree with uh, uh, something which is a law and, and broke law. it. Yeah, because it's still you
1: know, breaking the law.
2: Yeah, it's break the yeah. law. So look, I, I, I wore that. I suffered the, I suffered the consequences and um, now I'm just trying to um, pick myself back up and, and do something more productive in my life. Christy
0: from Red Bank Plains here. are on with Andrew.
1: Hi, Andrew. Hello, how are you doing? Good, things. Do you mind if I ask, is prison as bad as they say
3: that it is?
2: I think it depends what your charges are. And, uh, and what jail you're in. Um, where, where I was, uh, I was treated fine. I thought that Parkley Prison was much worse than Long Bay Jail because mm. it's a private jail, and I think that they've just got um, far, more, far more of a toxic culture there. I think there's a problem with private jails that um, I think needs to be looked at. Mm. Like, if you need medical help, it can take days and days and days for anyone to try and help you. But at Long Bay Jail... I thought um, that they treated everyone with respect, as long as they were given respect, and it was um, far more positive. I thought environment there at Long Bay Jail. Oh, okay. Do you get a
1: cell by yourself, Andrew, or do you have to share?
2: Um, so there are guys that do get their own cell, but it's usually because they're they're very violent inmates, and they might have have the history of beating up or assaulting their cellmates. So um, most most of the times you do have at least one cellmate. So I, the whole time I was in there, um, I think. 85% of the time, I, I, I had a cellmate, yes.
0: right. right. How do you work out against top bunk, bottom
2: bunk? <laughs> well, I'm pretty tall, so um, I was happy to jump on the top bunk because sometimes you have cellmates who are older and they're not so good at climbing up up the ladder. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
5: <laughs> right. So
2: um, I, I usually was pretty lucky with my cellmates that I usually got along with them all, so I was happy to just have that negotiation and figure out um, who would get the top bank or the bottom bank? Also, who would, what TV shows you'd watch, you yeah. know, because you've got to negotiate what yeah. you're going to watch on TV.
1: So you have a TV in there with you?
0: Yes, you do. I think that would make me more nervous than being in prison, having to meet a complete stranger
2: every two weeks What or sort so of streaming
1: services do you have, Andrew, in there?
2: It's just free-to-air, um, free-to-air TV. I'm um, going to pain. But um, one thing I didn't one thing I didn't know is that uh, a lot of guys watch Home and Away in there. It's ah. one of the big shows in there. Yeah, oh,
0: really. Huge everywhere. Well, not wow. Neighbours. Imagine if the prisoners uh, got on to Neighbours, it yeah. wouldn't have gone.
2: <laughs> It'd be a riot. Home and Away. So yeah. I had cellmates that wanted to watch Home and Away four nights a week, and that was a learning curve for me. <laughs> but uh, I
0: can...
2: <laughs> right. uh, I've got more questions. Can we go, Emma from Narangbar?
0: You're on with Andrew. What's your question?
3: Uh, hi, Andrew. Uh, do you mind if I ask? What was it like the day that you got arrested, and then uh, your first day walking into prison?
2: Yeah, so I mean, because um, I'd been partying for a couple of days when I got arrested, it was it was a big shock. Firstly, coming down from being on a drug binge, and then um, being kind of going through the realization of the fact that I I wasn't going to get bail and going actually to prison. Um, that was a, a big shock to the system. But it all happened so quickly; I didn't really have time to stop and think about it. And then once I arrived there at Park Lee, um, last year because of COVID, you were in a two-week quarantine to start. So you're put in a cell with one other bloke and you uh, for the first few days, you're not even allowed to leave the cell at all. So that's pretty hard because you've got to use the toilet in front of each other and got, you had no TV, nothing to write, nothing to read. So you're just stuck mm-hmm. there for the first few days just in your own thoughts, which is the last place you want to be when you've just got arrested. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um I found the quarantine two weeks at the start to be the absolute hardest part of jail. Right.
1: Oh, that would drive you in. insane, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. But
2: then once once you've once you got put into a regular wing and you can exercise and you've got access to a small library and a TV, there's just more things to distract you and wear you out and just, um, you know, to, to take your mind off, off things and, and get you into a, into a rhythm. But yeah, I found the first two weeks by far the hardest.
0: Okay. Scott, you're on with um, Andrew, a former maximum security prisoner. What's your question for him?
2: Hey, Andrew, do you mind if I ask, were there any gangs in prison? (laughs) Yeah, there's plenty of gangs. There's usually, when when you first arrive at park or any jail, they ask you a series of questions, including whether uh, you need protection or whether you have any gang affiliations, because they make sure that they're not um, putting guys that have gang beefs in the same yard because yeah, right. they know that it's just going to lead to trouble. Mm. Wow. Well, yeah, I guess you need to I guess to know, that's one you?
1: time that you have to be honest, isn't it? It's yeah. not like going to a doctor yeah. and lying about how much fitness you do.
2: Yeah. Exactly right. So they, <laughs> they're, they're aware of all that kind of stuff. Right. So yeah. They can separate everyone out because they the last thing they want is just constant assaults happening. Yeah, yeah they need yeah. to be easy for everyone. Mm.
0: Steph, yeah. what's your question for Andrew?
1: Hi, Andrew. Do you mind if I ask, um, in the movies they have, I think it's pronounced conjugal
3: visits, like your intimate uh, meeting with your partner? Um, Yes. Is that a real thing or is that just in the movies? Uh,
2: I I don't know what the rules are for other states, but certainly that's not the case in New South Wales. Um, Yeah, they don't have conjugal, conjugal visits in New South Wales and also... Because of COVID last year, they weren't even having any vi- any visits at all. So I mean, oh,
5: yes.
2: let alone conjugal visits. You you people yes. just wanted to see their family face mm. to face, you know, and they couldn't do that either. So it was a very tough period. But um, mm. yeah, I'm not exactly sure what the rules are in every state around uh, Australia, but certainly not New South Wales. Wow. Well, yeah. Okay. It, can I, hmm, I can guess.
3: I ask another question? Do you
2: mind? Sure. Sure.
3: Yeah. So. Uh, in regards to people that um, like the same sex, is there things like that happening in prison?
2: <laughs> well, I'll put it this way: mm. um, I-, I never saw it happen, and I didn't hear it talked about. But in my, in a couple of my wings at Park Lee, there were condom dispensers, so I think you right. can use your own imagination.
0: Right. <laughs> <Right>. oh, <laughs> okay. bomb fight. Think harder Yeah (laughs) Wow Uh, Well Andrew Thank you for your honesty This morning Thank you for answering The questions Um, We really appreciate Your time Thanks for coming on
2: No worries If anyone wants to watch Any of my Dale comedy stuff It's Andrew Hamilton Comedy on Instagram
3: Stab Abby and Matt For breakfast B105 Hello Governor Hello Governor Hello Governor I got invited to be classy yesterday. It was very
1: exciting. Uh, the Lady Musgrave Trust, who are a fantastic trust, they are Australia's oldest, I think, so really? it's 1,800. Wow. Yeah, they were helping out women that were homeless back then and for now all the different reasons, they're sort of addressing why they are and they're working with Small Steps for Hannah. So I was invited to go to Government House, your mm-hmm. neck of the woods, Paddington. Yes. Beautiful. I drove past, right. And then I was like, oh, no, I can't find a park. I'll have to go in. Didn't
0: want to to be first to the party? No, I didn't know if I was allowed
1: to park in there. And Uh. plus, um, some people had drawn stuff on my dirty car. Sorry about that. So I had to try and not get that seen. So when they (laughs) ticked off my name, I was like, I'll park far away. So I parked basically where the gardener was and then walked back, which was fine because, you know, had a lot of nice cars. But it was this, this... when you're invited there, I guess for a function, and Dr. Jeanette Young, who's the governor, I think she's a patron for it. So they, she was welcoming you. But you guys would love it. They mm. do a dong when it what? starts, and then they do a dong when it ends. And I was like, I got to use this for kids' parties. It's like it, it, it was officially for an hour.
0: Yeah. So do, you, they... do you mean like a symbol, like on red faces? Yeah. Wow. So that
1: starts it, and they start the ceremony, and she'll talk, and then when she's going to leave, they ding it, and they say, "Make your way out."
0: Should we oh, do that? We should so do that all parties. So there's no lingering.
1: No lingering.
0: Oh, how <laughs> wonderful! All right, what? and the party commences. <laughs> and da 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 da! All right, now the party stops.
1: That was a very underwhelming. Sound effect, was wasn't it? Well. Yeah, you, usually,
0: yeah, yeah, nice. Usually, when you want to get someone out of your house, you, you got to put pretend your pajamas to brush on. Your teeth, you got to do it.
1: Turn all the lights off. <laughs> no, just use a dong. Well, I have to say, she was. I will get
0: my dong out next time, yeah, and yeah. I reckon yeah. everyone will leave straight Everybody away. party,
1: get it out. <laughs> Whack it, and then... Maddie's has dog his <laughs> out. Time to go. go. That is time to do You
0: go. know what? That is how that we normally fair, leave your is, parties. We do. To, to be fair. We do. You've what been, happens when you've camping been ahead of the camping.
1: For a while. But you guys remember I was really excited about the food. Yeah. And I was, I was like, Ugh. you know what I love, which is a good prawn dish, right? Mm. And I thought maybe it would be like sandwiches. And it wasn't sandwiches, but they had some amazing dishes come out. The chef that's there is unbelievable. And... It, we had like coffee and everyone was a bit nervous because of the china. And I said, Oh, I want to take a photo of someone. And everyone's like, Do you not read? You know, I take photos in here. Oh. I was like, Oh, good to know. Mm. So I didn't take photos. But you just, you're just you nervous because I didn't want to be the person that drops a, a, a coffee cup on the floor. No. So I was like, smashing the good china. The good china. Mm. And then the food came out and there's like little, um, kind of like little quiches uh-huh. that had like pumpkin in it. They're beautiful. And then there was a prawn dish. Yes which was a tempura uh-huh. prawn dish. You do like that. I do like that. But you know what is about that mm. is the hands, because you eat it with it and you get a napkin. I did get a napkin, mm. but because I had more than the normal Everybody norm else. Prawn dish, I never say no. You never say and When no. I make eyes at the waiter, and then they came because they you know, wanted to get rid of it, so yeah. they kept coming back. you like,
0: we've only got a short amount of time before the dong, so let's get this prawn going.
1: <laughs> Dr. Jeanette Young, or your... Your Excellency, mm. as you refer to her as. So you have to call her your Excellency. your Excellency. If you don't have a prawn in your mouth, you would have. Um, but she was coming around to each group, and I was like, oh, my God, I didn't have time to get another napkin. And then she was shaking everyone's hands, and I had to shake my hands. I tell you what, it was just oily. You know, and you start sweating because you've got an oily hand and you don't want to be known as the person that's got clammy hands? Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> Would wipe you wipe it on your skirt? Yeah. And well, I
1: tried. I shook it. And I said, oh, my God, I've got, like, oil on my hands. And everyone goes, don't worry, everyone does. And I said, feel this. And I shook Carrie's hand, friend, and she goes, oh, yeah. no, that's bad. <laughs>
5: like, oh my God, why
1: didn't you tell me? And she's like, don't overthink it. You're not going to be known as the clammy hand girl. And I was like, I am. Yeah. But she was delightful. And she said to her, like, I introduced her, she said, oh, I've always come on your show. You know, you guys have been so amazing. I went, yes. Yeah, you
0: have. Has she? Nope. No, not that I remember. She might have. Well, I'm not, maybe once. I, I did
1: say no. I said, look, when you're giving us such compliments, I'm not going to say no. So it was definitely us. Hmm. Maybe we did. Sw- and then I even said to her that I saw her at the Lions event. It wasn't. I mixed her up with someone else. She wasn't even there. Oh, there you But go, she, came, she went along with it. Yeah, that's lovely. That is professional. Hmm. She was charming and witty, but I'm forever known as the oily prawn girl hand. And that is what we will now call a show.
0: Stav, the oily prawn girl hand, and Matt... <laughs>
3: Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast B105 You
1: pumped? You ready to go? I am. I am. I'm waiting to see what the weather was like, and then I can't complain because I'm not on the pitch. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. my hair's going to get wet. But, yeah, you know, it is a big night for the Brisbane Lions, so take you on Richmond uh, tomorrow night at the Gabba. We are currently six on the ladder. Mm-hmm. It's an important game. Yep. It's an essential game. The captain, Dane Zorko, joins us. Morning.
4: Morning, team. How
1: are you guys feeling for tomorrow night?
4: Well, it's a long way away still, so, yeah, <laughs> feeling good at the moment. Uh <laughs> But uh, Yeah, plenty of optimism around, and uh, we only played them a month ago, so we know how they play, and um, hopefully we can uh, hold on this time.
1: I do have to ask personally how you're going, because I'll admit that it's felt incredibly uncomfortable that, you know, something was said at the game, and it was a hard game for, for everyone to, to watch and you guys to be able to play. But when something was said and you issued an apology, uh, hands were shaken and it was all done and dusted, it felt incredibly uncomfortable that it wasn't left, I guess, at the pitch, everyone's taken it on board. How are you personally and mentally going?
4: Yeah, no, I'm really good, obviously. Yeah, it was a difficult week uh, last week, but, yeah, I got through it, you know, with the support of family, friends in the club. So, uh, yeah, I didn't pay attention too much to what was being said. Mm. I knew there was two sides to the story, and, um, you know, it's, it's over and done with now, and I think we're just looking forward to playing footy again.
1: Yeah, I wasn't even saying to the boy, I was like, damn media, look at them.
4: Just you know, <laughs> And I was like, oh, we won't say anything.
1: Well, we're not. <laughs> it's the other media. The other media. The, the other media. Media are da- are Dane yeah, yeah, right. yeah, we're not like yeah.
0: that. Yeah. We love the drama, Dane. You're probably across that though, hey. See the drama play out.
5: <laughs>
4: yeah, there's obviously, there was a little bit in it, but um, yeah, glad it's put behind us now. and We can focus on Richmond tomorrow night, who come up and got a great record at the Gabba and, um, you know, we need to play our best footy to beat them. Mm.
0: Speaking of drama, was there some drama yesterday at training due to a dog?
4: Yeah. What happened? Yeah, not not sure what Swanee was thinking. Our CEO bringing his dog along, but uh, it escaped and off it went. And uh, face didn't look too happy. <laughs> yeah. but, but- I actually think once he realised that it was Swanee's dog, he was all good with it. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Depends on who the owner is, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes, correct.
4: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> I had the opportunity to sit in front of Greg Swan's um, wife and I had never heard such brilliant commentary mm-hmm. in my whole entire life. It was like I was at the TV, but it was stuff that you shouldn't really always say that oh, she yeah. was just doing it. Mm. She's... Just amazing, her brilliant. I would love to have an opportunity of all the commentators set aside and they have like other people step in to yes. commentate the game. Mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she sees the game well. She's been around it for a long time, so she certainly knows what's going on, Leonie, and uh, yeah, probably sees it better than some of us.
1: <laughs>
0: Being a player, one of your favourite things would be um, when people jump on Instagram and tell you what you should have done during the <laughs> game, right? Like from their lounge rooms, telling yeah. you where you went wrong, Zorko.
4: Yeah, I had about over 250-plus um, messages um, after last week's effort. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, let's just say none of them were positive. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right.
0: Uh, so okay. it's, a, it's a must-win game tomorrow night, right?
4: Yeah, absolutely. We, we lose where we're out. It's elimination final. And um, this is a position that we haven't been in as a team before um, under Chris Fagan. So mm. we've always had the double chance the past three years. We've worked extremely hard to get that. Um, unfortunately, this year we uh, we weren't able to secure that top four position, but it's different for us. We know it's do or die, and I guess we've become um, the hunters now, and you know we're going to chase down those guys at the top. Yeah, nice.
0: Pressure makes diamonds. I reckon your boys well can done, do Matthew. it. done, yeah. Matthew. That's beautiful. I like that. Let's do diamonds That's tomorrow. Great. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so you share that one with the boys if you like, Joe. Don't.
4: <laughs> yeah. Dine. 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 I'll use that before the game. Yeah. yeah
0: pressure makes diamonds, oh, yeah. fellas. Yeah. Diamonds. We're on for diamonds. <laughs> hey, uh, good luck, buddy. We know you guys can do it. Great to talk to you this morning. Appreciate it.
4: Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks you. Good on you,
0: mate. And uh, we have tickets to go along if you want to be there at the Gabba, 131060. Give us a call right now. Go all in for your Brisbane Lions as they take on Richmond Tigers in a must-win 2022 Toyota AFL Final Series elimination. Uh, go to
3: finals.afl. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The
0: Markle debacle.
1: She's got a podcast. Remember, they came up with a like a multi million dollar deal for yeah. with Spotify mm. to release these, and now they're finally out. And she's talking to different people. She had Serena Williams on. Meghan Markle did, and now she's got Mariah Carey. Who oh, I love, Mariah Carey. Mm. And one thing I like about Mariah Carey, she's always owned who she is. She does. She's had a lot of rumors mm. that she gets people to walk in her shoes to see whether it's possible upstairs, mm-hmm. and people go, "Is it true?" She go. Of course it's true. (laughs) You know, she has different lighting in her house because you don't like damn lights, makes you look bad. Just remember that if you're watching... Our footage, from, true.
0: From memory, everything backstage has to be white and mm. someone has to um, uh, put white petals in her toilet. Brilliant. Yeah. My favourite is when she threw um, James Packer's laptop out the window because he was playing Katy Perry right. and not her music. That's right. That they were
1: a, playing it at time. all the casinos, remember? Yeah. Yeah. And the staff were like, can we not? She had made to, <laughs> to play her Christmas <laughs> album or something through the lobby. Yeah. Amazing. But she has been interviewing Mariah Carey and Mariah Carey called her a name that she wasn't happy with. You have to hear her talking about it as a reflection. Okay. So this is the name that she said.
5: Yes, the diva mm-hmm. thing we can play into. I, I mean, it's not something that I connect to. But if for you, it's been a huge you part give of us your... us diva moments sometimes, Megan. What kind don't of diva moments like, do I give you?
3: <laughs> don't act <laughs> like you. It. It's, right it, it's also the visual. It's the visual. Let's pretend that you didn't,
1: weren't so beautiful and didn't have the whole thing and didn't often have gorgeous ensembles. You wouldn't have, get maybe get as much diva style. I, I don't care. I'm like, when I can, I'm going to give you diva.
0: She's allowed to use that word though, isn't she? Because she is one.
1: Mariah Carey. Yeah, Yeah, but you listen to Mariah Carey and she actually sounds real. Mm. Like she owns who she is. Yeah, But then Meghan Markle decides to talk about that, like after. You know how they do a little bit of after where she's not there and she does a reflection, but it sounds like she's acting or some sort of... (sighs) She reminds me exactly of Mm. Carrie at the end of every episode of Sex in the City.
0: And just like that...
1: And
5: just like that.
0: I'm using a strange-sounding voice.
5: This is why she wasn't happy with it. It was all going swimmingly until she called me a diva. I started to sweat a little bit. I started squirming in my chair in this quiet revolt. Like, wait, what? No, what? She must have felt my nervous laughter. And you all would have heard it too. And she jumped right in to make sure I was crystal clear. When she said diva, she was talking about the way that I dress, posture, the clothing, the quote unquote fabulousness as she sees it. She meant diva as a compliment.
0: (laughs) No,
1: she meant diva, as in you're the woman who broke <laughs> up the royal family. That what? has nothing to do with your Diva, outfit. by definition, is often a female singer, right? Yes. can own owner. But the other definition of it is a self-important person who is temperamental and difficult to please, typically used of a woman. Hmm. Hmm, but... Would you say that's Meghan <laughs> Markle?
0: <I>, look, <I've, laughs> if you got to Princess Stage and you weren't allowed to have a diva fit every now and then, what is the point of raising that far up in society? That's why you get there, so you can go, you know what princess I...
1: Princess a- Diana I- wasn't a diva. Oh,
0: no. Well, no, true, but she was a rare exception. I mean, the people's princess, there hasn't been one like her before or since.
1: There's a heaps of princesses.
0: I'm saying, but none like her. Walking on landmines and taking kids, you know...
1: What about from Denmark?
0: No- Who? Um,
1: come on, help me out, Maddie. Exactly. Mary. 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 Princess Mary. Mary, Mary, mm. Princess Mary. No diva.
0: Nah, she ain't no diva. She's brilliant. No. Hmm. Um, let's just try Meghan Markle. Can there. you put, put it... With the Sex and the City Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music? Can you <laughs> yeah. This is
1: the end of the episode. Right. They've all just gone to meet and she's just reflecting on how her life would be. And you can... Yeah, here we go.
5: Right. It was all going swimmingly until she called me a... Diva. I started to sweat a little bit. I started squirming in my chair in this quiet revolt. Like, wait, what, no, what? She must have felt my nervous laughter and you all would have heard it too. And she jumped right in to make sure I was crystal clear. When she said diva, she was talking about the way that I dress, posture the clothing, the quote unquote fabulousness as she sees it. She meant diva as a compliment.
1: Perfect.
0: (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Brilliant.
3: Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. V105. box is worth $10,000 tomorrow. Hopscotch, Harry Potter, and ham.
0: Ham. 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 Um, what's another win? way ham. you can eat a pig? Ham. Hum. Uh. Are <laughs> you in 10 grand on the first day of spring? That's tomorrow. We <gasps> oh, love
1: the first day of the month. Let's do some goals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to eat? Yeah.
1: So much fun. <laughs> Don't you like? Like the hope, Mm -hmm. I love it. Doesn't even matter if it's not there in day two. I have goals all month long. Do you? Mm -hmm. I
0: love it just to get by. (laughs) And here I am achieving my goals. (laughs) (laughs) Now I've got big ones, and I'm just joking. I don't.
3: We know. (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105
0: found an interesting um, thread on uh, the Chive website. Uh, keep Calm and Chive On. Uh, it got me thinking about... Um, chive? Yeah, the Chive. Um, never heard of it. Have you heard of it? No,
1: never heard of that. Oh,
0: it's a good one. Uh <laughs> got me thinking about uh, teachers. Now, my, my sister is a school teacher, and she's a very good Sharon. teacher. Sharon. Yes.
1: Maths and science?
0: I, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, maths. Definitely maths uh, and other ones. And uh, it was asking the question of what did 80s and 90s teachers do in your classroom that they could not get away with today. And 131060, want to hear your stories of what your teachers did, but they wouldn't be able to do it uh, today. For example, uh, Mrs Sullivan, one writes, would take three kids to Macca's on Friday of her choosing Mm -hmm. during the school day and smoke the entire way in the car, apparently. (laughs) What, you could smoke with her as a treat? (laughs) (laughs) Here's a dart,
1: we're going to go get a happy meal. You know, in year 12, I used to buy the alcohol. That's right, for communion. Yeah, mm. and but it wasn't even for communion. I think it was for the staff room. Right. So Because yeah. you give, were a student. They used to give me a letter, mm. um, and I would take it down to the local bottle shop during a free in my Datsun, and I was 17 at the time, yeah. mm. and I would give it to the bottle shop, and they would put the wine in the back of my car. And then I would go up and then we'd do the thing like, oh, can we have a bottle for payment?
0: Wow. So as in the note said, um, yes, Abby's underage, but she's buying it for the school. We give her permission. Yeah.
1: Which you wouldn't be able to do. 100% no. We used to drive down to, yeah, the bottle shop. And then we used to go up to uh, the hill and have a bit of a... Party? Yeah.
0: <laughs> People <laughs> would remember this. An English teacher who would I swear...
1: the session
0: is the word sesh, you're looking for. <laughs> And I was so, school leader, so uh, I was responsible. You, you, so you had to pour it for everyone. Uh, English I te- love stories. No, right. I just love when you're telling a story. Yeah. I back and, myself into and, a corner. 40% way through the story, you go, uh-oh. <laughs> you know that 40% of, halfway through the story? Yeah. Happens 100% of her stories. <laughs> English teacher would <laughs> like, swear at the class. do not think before you speak, Abby. And and that yes. didn't work, he would swear at them until he would throw, and everyone's got This is a classic. He'd throw erasers at them. Or the duster. The duster. And then he, that would say, that's the bad children, Mark. They've got the chalk dust on them. <laughs> paddling. A lot that's of people, paddling with the, you know, you get a paddle, the belt, the cane, whatever, that kind of thing.
1: Did you? No, my dad got the cane. And I was like, did mum get the cane? And she's like, oh no, they didn't give it to girls.
0: Oh, right. Did you know that? Right. It was just exclusive. This, uh, this other nails. same place where they did the paddling, you had to wear a long white banner with tattletale written on it on your back for the entire day if you did something tattly taily. This one's hectic. Overweight girl. The gym teacher made her do push-ups in front of the entire class, and while she would do the push-ups, he would say, that's what happens when you eat too much. And this one's a little bit strange. If you had a loose tooth, you could go to Mr. Smith's office, and he would pull your tooth for you.
1: Yeah, they used to do that at school. They used to put a string around it and then tie it to the door. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Now you got to can't even do COVID tests on the kids. You got to <laughs> send at home.
0: He would keep them though, which is why they thought it was. <laughs> oh,
1: that's true. <strange. laughs> he would keep he the, them. Yeah. Do you know what I remember? <laughs> this is a bit. This is, I guess, a nice thing. Mm. But if you're upset, a teacher could hug you. Yeah. Oh, look, it can mm. be good
0: stuff too. That's true. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh?
1: I remember that.
0: Mm. <laughs> the World's changed. World has changed massively. Uh, Mel, what did the teacher do back in the day? They couldn't get away with now.
4: Hey, guys, how are you? Good. Oh, this is so good. And, yeah, there's no way in hell you would get away with this now. Yeah. So back
2: in high school, in about year 10, all the girls had the hots for this HPE teacher. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> was, like, the sexiest thing ever. Uh-huh. Mm. Anyway, there was a HPE camp, and the woman teacher, HPE, also knew that everyone liked him. So she's come back from this camp with all these photos of him. So what? she printed them out and gave us all copies of him in his budgie smuggler's. <laughs> Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> hey, here you go. Here's for Keats. How old were yep. you, Mel? Um, grade 10. Grade so 10. that? Like 15 or so? 15, 14. Yeah. Oh. 14,
3: 15? yeah. Was he aware oh, the wait, photos we were being on. taken like, as oh, well, no, or were
0: they no. – he didn't know – th- did he know the photos were being taken, or
3: – Well, I don't know. I've always thought that. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, he wasn't posing well, I mean, in them. They
2: pretty good poses. so maybe – Maybe he like, did. Yeah, oh, bright right. blue fudgy smugglers, mate. They were the bomb. Wow. I see it's
0: still a fresh memory, <laughs> Mel.
1: Mm. <laughs>
2: it is, actually. Here
1: I am at 45. <laughs> <laughs> it seems wow. to take now. Wow. Okay. Andy, in Wellington Point, <laughs> What is stuff did the teachers do that they couldn't get away with now?
2: Uh, well, I grew up um, in the UK back in the 80s, and we had a metalwork teacher at school that was very insistent that no one was allowed to go for a toilet break during his class. Oh. He made that clear at the start. He said, "If you need to go, it's going to be worth a whack."
0: Uh-huh.
2: So one day, one of the lads decided he needed to go, and uh, he went off to the toilet. When he came back, the, the teacher stopped the class, gathered us all around. He took this lad, made him stand by one of the metalwork benches. Yeah, made him bend over at the waist yeah. and put his hair in in one of the vices and did the vise up. Wow! He then grabbed one of the wooden-handled brushes. Yeah that we used to clean the lathes with yeah. and smack the kid fair on the arse. Wow. So obviously when you get smacked on the arse, you stand up real quick. Oh, and rip the
1: hair out. oh, oh my, my God. God. Wow. What year was this, Andy? It was the Two. In
2: the, <laughs> uh, I left school in 82, so it was back, yeah, yeah. late like 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Whoa.
0: Oh, Bloody hell. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> I used to think this stuff up.
1: Like Shane. He's put yeah. some thought into he that.
5: In oxen, fed. What did the teacher
0: used to do that? Hey, Shane. Hello. Hey, what's your English teacher do?
5: <laughs> um, I, was, I think it was in year 10, so 95. Um, as class would start, I'd walk in, I'd give him my packet of cigarettes, and he'd put him in his drawer.
2: Yeah. And then during during the class, I'd, I'd need to go to the toilet, and he knew why. I'd walk up, and he'd give me a cigarette, and I'd just go to the toilet and have a smoke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did he used to take one as payment? What was yeah, no? Was, was
0: there a tax? no yeah. He was just the maddest teacher. He was awesome. Wow! <laughs> bloody bloody <laughs> hell! Uh, off you go. What am I going to do? You go, mate. Think of it now. <laughs> I think we had in the back end of year twelve, we had one of our teachers turn up to one of our parties uh, and yeah. drink mm. with us. Really? We had a teacher go the big yeah. day out
1: with us. What in the boiler room? He, well, technically, he was or she was
0: allowed to was at the big day out. You went with them. What teacher? What subject?
1: Ah, uh, what did he used to teach? Oh, PE. No, nah, it doesn't matter. PE, yeah. And we remember thinking, well, let's not dance with him. He's getting a bit too sweaty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: for, for a PE teacher? <laughs> He's sweat sweating. You have that under control. Tracy <laughs> in Cleveland, blow our minds. What does your teacher do that they couldn't have got away with today?
1: Oh, my God. Well, I'm left-handed.
3: And um, when I started school, they used to tie my left hand up and make me write with my right hand.
1: Yeah, they couldn't handle it, could they? Then anyone's left-handed? Really?
4: No. And because I'm in in my 50s now, but Mm. obviously when I went to school, there was hardly anyone in the school that was left-handed. So
2: they used to literally, if they didn't have something to tie my hand behind my back, they'd make me sit on it. And if I moved my hand out, they'd come over with a ruler and slap my hand.
0: Wow. So now can can you write with both hands now or...?
2: absolutely not. It's like trying to tell a
4: right-handed person to write with their left hand. Yeah, it
0: doesn't work. Tell you what, though. Absolutely. Plenty of parents this morning, Tracy, looking at their kids going, see, you don't know how bloody good you've got it. (laughs) Off you go. Absolutely, (laughs)
5: absolutely. Thanks for
0: your calls, everyone. I'm blown away. and yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You look nervous yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to school today
3: <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast B105 Come on. Harry Styles Yeah World famous and live. a
1: surprise for you On the radio Do
0: it we were talking about Harry Styles the other day and his um, Esquire or GQ magazine where he was talking about his sexual fluidity and he was wearing a nice rock star jacket that we were all pretty impressed with his gear and his outfit.
1: And we were, but there was a big conversation about it because I was like, I love, he's so eccentric, like eccentric, but he can do it because he's a rock star yeah. and his nails are painted. He's got this big fur coat and everyone praises him. And a lot of the young girls here were like, that is so hot. Mm. And we were questioning, yeah, but do you want your boyfriend to wear that now? And they're like, 100%. But if you just went for dinner... Dinner and Dan rocked up with a big fur coat with his nails painted, with like a, a fishnet stocking underneath. It's a bit flamboyant. Yeah. I think it's fine for a costume party, but every day I don't want to be upstaged no. by my man. That's why I don't want no. him to take longer getting ready than me. That's no. mine.
5: And, and it's Mary 100
0: percent would. Yeah. It's nice on someone else's boyfriend, like, but not on your own.
1: I'm mm. sorry, not you're I love it when Scotty does a dress-up. Yeah, like big fur coat, like that whole Macklemore vibe is very cool for me. I don't know how I feel about the nail polish. Um, yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, well, all of you's lined up at professional together. Yeah, I just just a There's a lot of guys
1: one. there now when is I go. There. Yeah, is that
0: annoying or is that okay?
1: Uh, you know what is annoying stuff? Mm. They take longer on the feet.
0: Can't oh, do they? Because
1: you know, so the girls are First like time. taking longer with them. And you're like, mm. come on! But the best um, person that I go to do nails is a male. He does the best.
0: Mm. Uh, Well, Harry was at a concert, and um, he had uh, something thrown at him on stage, which we'll get to in a bit, but it was surprising, and I was looking through all the other things that uh, bands have had thrown at them uh, during their times on stage. If I said the words Tom Jones to you, what do people throw? Underwear? That's right. They throw their knickers. Knickers, knickers. Don't know. I've never known if they take them with them.
1: I thought about this. I thought initially it was like, oh my God, he's so hot. I need to take my knickers off and throw it at him. But then... As it's become like the standard, I think you'd take knickers. Right, you'd have the spare like ones. Throwing knickers. It would have started with in two sizes smaller than what you normally. <laughs> yeah, <of course.
0: laughs> it would have started with pulling them off and yeah. throwing them. But now it's you bring your best. You bring them yeah. yeah, Yeah, you're not you're not throwing a pair of. Red and Lacey parachutes up I was at a, a band called um, Weddings, Parties, or anything They sing that um, Father's Day song And they have a song called um, Ten Cents Short of a Dollar And when they play that song Everyone throws them ten cents that And hurts. it's hectic it yeah. I didn't know Because I wasn't that big a fan Of the band mm. And I'm down the front And some, I'm just getting pelted Absolutely pelted The Foo Fighters get pelted With Mentos why? Because of that um, a, a film clip they did, Big Me, where it's like a Mentos commercial. It's yeah. like a fake Mentos commercial, oh. so they get they get thrown no. at. Lady Gaga got a sausage hurled at her after she wore the meat suit. Uh huh. And was like, "Hey, you forgot an accessory." <laughs> Fair enough. And sh- yeah. the Kings of Leon were at a gig, and uh, where they made the stage, there was a, um, a pigeon colony above the stage, like thousands no. of pigeons above where they were playing, and they could only get three songs in before they were covered with so much pigeon shit that they had to cancel the band.
1: Well, you think the pigeons would fly away with the loud music, or they mm-hmm. just not? Into they were rocking the, out. They're not into the Kings of Leon. Yeah,
0: watch this. Yeah, <laughs> someone get up there with a BB gun
1: and didn't sort they just it out. come recently? The Kings of Leon. Or they just announced it to? Um, him? I think they announced, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, they were be supposed to, but then they had to cancel. I think someone went to rehab.
0: But so Harry's on stage, and uh, something gets flung at him, and I just <laughs> in the audio that it is, he sounds he sounds like your mother on a long car trip who has found something that has been dropped in the back seat, and he's just he's not even angry. He's just like, ugh, okay. disappointed because someone took the opportunity to hurl. A chicken nugget at Harry Styles.
3: Interesting, very interesting approach. Who threw the chicken nugget? It's another chicken nugget. I don't eat chicken.
4: Sorry. I don't eat meat. No Magicano. There you go, you can have your nugget back. You want it back?
2: Why? Because.
4: All right, there you go. Don't eat it. Now it's on the floor.
2: Don't go looking for it. We'll get you another nugget. Okay. <laughs> he really
0: does. This is, a, really rock does, this is a rock star. Now it's on the floor. Uh, don't eat don't it. Don't eat it. You're going to get sick. You're going to you going to eat, eat it. Eat it. You're Good gonna for eat... you. Okay, you eat it then. You're don't fine. come to me when you've got a sore no, tummy. No, no. And now here's my next hit: watermelon sugar high.
3: <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. V105. Lynette
2: <laughs> Dawson was reported missing by her husband, former Newtown Jets rugby league star Chris Dawson. He said I was going to
5: get a hitman to kill me. And he rang me and said, Lynne's gone, She's isn't coming back.
2: I just want justice.
1: Yeah, this has been a case for, you know, since 1982 mm. is when Lynn Dawson went missing. And we've had a connection to this because The Teacher's Pet is the podcast that's just gone. It's a huge podcast. It's gone all over the world. It's award-winning. And the guy behind, uh, Headley Thomas, we've had him on the show mm-hmm. before. Lovely, man. And this was it yesterday. Chris Dawson was found guilty.
2: Christopher Michael Dawson on the charge that on about 8 January 1982 at Bayview, uh,
1: you did murder Lynette Dawson. I find you guilty. You may sit down. Hedley Thomas, who was a journalist behind uh, Teacher's Pet, he works for The Australian. He was there at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, because when we spoke to him, it was the case hadn't been reopened. So he started doing this podcast and... He spoke. We're speaking to a lot of witnesses. Came forward. A lot more people, I guess, over the years, had decided to come forward and give their story because mm. it was a bizarre
0: story, wasn't it? Of. A- a babysitter Mm -hmm. and um, like his wife went missing. He was a a former rugby league player and then became a school teacher.
1: Yeah, school teacher and there was a lot of reports of people uh, saying that, you know, maybe him and his brother or maybe him had been too close to students. There was a lot of different reports that came forward and Mm, doing this podcast... I wonder if he uncovered things that the police didn't know or whether just evidence had mounted the since then. Has
0: time and whatnot, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's strange, and I often think that. I I don't know how you could live with that guilt. Wouldn't you just be waiting for the day that the knock came on the door of someone going, hey, you know? He's
1: 74 years of age, and I know that the family of Lynn just wanted justice, and yeah. you go, is that justice now? Hmm. Do or they feel guess- some sort of closure?
0: Hmm. I don't. I don't know whether. You, I think you would have. It would definitely be better than not ever knowing. Yeah. What yeah. Happened.
1: But when we caught up with him, and this is many years ago, yeah. we we're talking about. Do you think that the police will be investigating even more?
5: As a result of the new podcast episodes, we've been able to find new witnesses and and new evidence, and the police have been in contact with me about that, and we've been happy to share those details with them. They've taken statements from some of those witnesses. And, uh, you know, I believe that the police have a strong commitment to getting the case finally resolved.
0: Do you think he did it?
5: Yeah, I do. I have wanted to be upfront with listeners from the start. Um, I formed a view, based on the evidence, that he uh, almost certainly uh, killed Lynn, whether that was um, a murder or whether there was a a, a, a fight he struck her she hit her head uh, which would make it a manslaughter i don't uh, we we can never know for sure
4: mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's amazing to think of podcasts going over old cases or cold cases as well
4: yeah
0: yeah and it's happening more and more these days yeah people dig into the backstories of, of stories and go oh actually there's still more here to discover you'd be terrified if you if it was you, someone goes oh you, you were involved in this I'm going to do a podcast about it, you but please don't yeah. do we know
1: why yeah. he chose that case because um, Hedley's going to join us tomorrow he's obviously been quite you know busy with everything that's going on I think it would be quite emotional for you know him and the family mm. in the courtroom yesterday and it was a long time <laughs> for was the judge to get back to time. us it was a live stream mm. and it was a long time um, well I think
0: I think as any journalist when you scratch the surface of something and you see holes in a story yeah, yeah. he would have just had the itch to fill them. But um, I wonder
1: if someone sent the case to him or if there was some, know. you really know, ask him. yeah.
0: Uh, well, he'll join us at tomorrow on the show.
3: Stav, Abby, and Matt for breakfast, B105.
5: As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby, and Matt take a moment to reflect.
1: I would like to apologize for something I said earlier. Yeah. Um, in the show, I was talking about uh, something that makes a noise. And I called it a dong because that's the noise that they make. But it's not. It's a gong.
0: Mm. The gong makes the dong. Yes. The different things. Yes.
1: And I thought that's, yeah. I thought you could have corrected me at the time rather than waiting for the mics to go off and tell me that was incorrect use. But it does make that noise. Dong. It's a gong.
0: Make a note of that. Sorry. Correct her every time she is wrong. Otherwise, you will get in trouble later. Got it.
1: Well done, thanks, but no thanks. gonna <laughs> be a long show of corrections, isn't it?
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. We don't have time for this. Uh, can we just move on? Can we just punch guys that on? You know when you get uh, like a promo code for something, mm-hmm. and you punch it in, you might get 10% off your pizza delivery or something or whatever it is. Feels like a win. Yeah, you like sweet. Go on, go to purchase something. Then you punch in your promo code. Mm. Doesn't work. So send off an email. They say so sorry. Here's another promo code. Try this one. That one doesn't work. they are like, oh, maybe it's just me. You go, here's how I'm doing. It. Is that right or wrong? And they're like, no, you're doing it right. Here's a third promo code. And at that point, you're like could just pay full price. <laughs> but that's not the point. I wouldn't have even bothered with this if there was no promo code. I, mm-hmm. Now I want it, I mm. didn't want it, till you gave me the promo code, but I don't <laughs> want to pay full price. Can we find out what you were getting? Yeah, what were you getting?
1: It was something what? lawn related, wasn't it? No. I was it? I don't, I don't want to defame them on the air. No. Well, they haven't done anything wrong. So you're probably entering the wrong promo code. It was a discount code for my tax, alright?
0: No, no. <laughs> <Come on>. <laughs> <laughs> they don't exist. <laughs> oh, so I would like one. No, thanks. No, no thanks. It's kind of code related to so, Is there anywhere more terrifying and seemingly inescapable than when you're driving out of a car park <gasps> and something occurs where the boom won't go up, but in the time that the something that occurred doesn't happen and the boom didn't go up, there's a car behind you now. Yeah. So you're effectively, for all intents and purposes, stuck.
1: Oh, come on, old man. You don't know how to answer the code.
0: <laughs> yeah. Was it it wouldn't read your card? No, we had a, a pin number for uh, a function that I went to where if you put in the pin you got free parking. And uh, my pin was invalid.
1: It's always hard, isn't it? You gotta go back and you gotta check you got the right one.
0: Yeah, I put it in three times. There was a um Pajero behind me, so I went, you know what?
1: Do you just pay? Do-doop.
0: Yeah. Yep. So they will be hearing from my lawyers. <laughs> Anyone who says you'll hear from my lawyer. I
1: love it you've got not
0: a, lawyer. Have a lawyer. Hey, this is Stab's lawyer. Uh, he said he had a really good time at the lunch <laughs> and wanted to thank you for everything. <laughs> That's like a, like a 10 year old. I'm remembering your kid. I'm going to see you. Mm-hmm. I said my big brother.
1: I'm going to get my big brothers and you. Then I go and see them. sort of your own problems, Abs. <laughs> see, they said they're going to get you.
0: <laughs> Thanks for nothing.
5: Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby, and Matt on 105